Gemara Moed Katan Dafheb Masechet has been dedicated by a good friend, Mr. Martin Arani, the Fuat Shlemahara Betzalel Ben Mazaltov and Narfanalom Betok Sharachul Amu Israel. Amen. We begin today's Daf and Dalid Amud Bet, and we start on the bottom. Umetakenim et Kilkule Hamayim Shibirshut Arabim. So you have the you have the uh, different uh, water channels. And sometimes they get clogged up with rocks that fall into the bore. So the Mishnah said that you're able to fix these water channels and wells on Hola Mu'ed because it's considered Surche Rabim. So the Mishnah says Hatita in. It's only allowed to make Hatita, which means to clean them. If the uh, rocks fell in, you could take them out. However, Hafira lo. Hafira means you can't dig them. Dig them would be considered a big tirha. So at this point we're saying, what? Hafira is forbidden. Oh, that's only talking about where the people don't need it, where the tzibur doesn't need the water. But if it's a bore of the rabim, and the rabim sinichim, and the people need it, even digging will be permissible. So the Gebra says, is it still permissible to make hafira even if the rabbim sarik by him? Rabbi's on mute. Okay, Rabbi's on mute. Oh boy. So the Gemara says, even if the rabbim sarik him, is it permissible to make hafira? We have a brighter. This is the key brighter. Chotetin borot shichin umarot shel yachin. Chotetin means to clean out. Rabbi understand the difference between chotetin and chofrin. Lachpor is to dig, which is a bigger tirha. Chotetin is just to clean out. It's easy. So the Mishnah brighter said over here, chotetin borot shichin umarot. These are all different type of cisterns and wells. Shel yachin. It's private. The answer is not the rabim. If you can make hatita on yahid, certainly you can make hatita on rabim. The end chofrim borot shichinu mi'arot shil rabim. But hafira in rabim is asur. The answer is not the yahid. It goes without saying. If you cannot make hafira in rabim, certainly you cannot make hafira in yahid. Now the Gemara says, "My love, what's the case talking about in this brayta? B'shin rabim sinichim lahem." It's even talking about a case where Rabim Sirichim needs the water. And still it's saying Hafira is Asur. You just told me, Rab, that if it says Sorik Rabim, even Hafira is Mutara. Now you're telling me in the Braita that no, if it's Sorik Rabim, doesn't matter. Only Hatita Mutar, but Hafira Asur. It's talking about over there where in Rabbim Sinichim where the Rabbim does not need the water. So if the Rabbim does not need the water, that's where Hafira is Asur. But in the if the Sibur needed the water, Hafira would be Mutan, like we said. The Gabbara says, wait, if you're learning that it's talking about a case of in Rabbim Sinichim, then you have to learn the whole Braita like that. And then you have to say, the Kevata, similarly, Gabi Yahid. In the case of a board of Yahid, She'en Yahid Sarikh Lahem. You have to say the case is talking about also En Yahid Sarikh. You can't change the case in the middle of the Braita. So it means both cases are talking about En Sarikh. And if that's the case, Hatita Mishareh, if it's a board of Yahid, She'en Sarikh, Hatita is going to be permissible. 
This bright that just told me what? That hatita is permissible in the bol yachid. And now we're learning what type of bol yachid is it? She'en sarich lahem. Well, if it's a bol yachid that people don't need it, hatita should not be permissible. Ve'hatanya, as we learned. Borot shikhinu me'arot shel yachid. If it's an individual, bor and shikhinu me'arot, these cisterns and wells, konsin ma'im letokhan. You're allowed to fill them up with water. But you're not allowed to clean them out. You're not allowed to smoothen out and fill in the cracks. But if it's Rabim, you're allowed to be Choted. You're to smoothen out the cracks. So therefore, this sounds like what? That if you're not going to use the, if the Borochli are not going to be used, it's forbidden. To, it, 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 it's forbidden to even make hatita. So how can you tell me in the first bright that it's talking about en sarich lahem? If it's en sarich lahem, then even bor yachid should be asut to make hatita. So you must ve'el amai b'shi yachid sarich lahem. Also, now we have to change the case. If you're going to tell me why it's talking about bi yachid sarich lahem, that we that the yachid needs it. The kevatag abe rabim b'shesh rabim sedichim lahem, and then you have to make the case of rabim the same case that it's sedich lahem. Hafira mi asim. So then, why would the brayta come along and say that hafira says so that only hatitas mutar? Ve'hatan yah borot shchinu marot shel yachid konsi ma'im letochan bechotetin otam. That when it comes to bor of yachid, you can fill it up with water and you can be chotet. But v'lo shefin it's kim you don't smoothen out the cracks. V'lo chotetin letochan. V'lo sadin otam besid you don't put the limestone. V'shel rabim chofrim otam. You're allowed to even dig them. V'sadin otam besid. So we have over here a problem because the first brayta only told me that a bor of a rabim and we're learning should sedichim lahem where they need it only hatitas mutar. What do you mean, Hatita Mutar? If it's a Bor Shirabim and the people need it, it should even be permissible. Hafira. The first Brighton's question. Think about that now. Changes the Girsa of the Brighton and everything is going to be perfect. You're allowed to clean out Borot Shirabim when? As long as the Yahid needs the Bor, Hatita is permissible. But in Sadiq Omar, Mr. Rabim, it goes without saying. <laughs> Rabim, if Hatitas Mutar be Yaqeen, Kotsekin be Rabim, Kishi Rabim Sidikim Lahim. And when Rabim is Sidikim, they are Fidu Hafira Mutar. You're wearing those words in. That when it comes to Rabim, not only Hatitas Mutar, but even Hafiraz Mutar. Be'en, Hofrim, Borot, Shi'inu, Mu'arot, Shil Rabim. However, Hafira is going to be forbidden in the board of Rabim, Bishe'en Rabim Sidikim Lahim. When the people do not need it. Ve'en sarik lomar shel yachid. It goes without saying, if you cannot make hafira in the rabim kishe'en sarik, certainly a yachid kishe'en sarik as well. Dechi en yachid sarik lem, because if it's a case of en yachid sarik lem, afilu hatita nameh asur. Beautiful. So we, we conclude, Rabotai, that if it's a board of rabim, and rabim sarikim, and the people need it, you can even dig the well, not only Hatitaz Mutar, but Hatiraz Mutar. Amar of Matitin By the way, we can bring a Ra'ayah from our Mishnah. Diktani, what does it say in our Mishnah? Osin, kol sorche rabim. So it says in the Mishnah, you can do all public works. Kol. Now, whenever it says the word kol in the Mishnah, we always ask, what's the kol coming to teach us? So the Gemara says, exactly. What's the call coming to include? 
it's coming to include even hafira, that not only can you clean out the board, but you can even dig it. The Gabra says, no, no proof. It's coming to include something else. Yotzin lekavetz et adrachim. They sometimes have thorns on the roads. And the halakha is that the bedin or the, the public can go out on Cholamu'ed and clean the streets from the thorns. Yotzim lekavetz. And that's what it means when it says, kol It's including, I feel lekavetz, to take away the thorns from the roads. Ultaken et adrachobot. And to fix the main roads. And not only that, be'et ha'istara'ot. Istara'ot are the, the big roads that lead to the, to the markets. Vilamod et ha'mikvaot. And to measure the mikvaot. Vechol mikveh she'en bo al-ba'im se'ah. And any mikveh that they don't have 40 se'ah. Margidin le'tokhoar ba'im se'ah. You fill it up. Uminayin she'im lo yatsu. And let's say the Bedin did not go out and do these things. Ve'asu kol elu. She'kol damim she'nishpechu sham. So he says over here, and how do you know that if Bedin did not go out, if Bedin did not go out and uh, uh, do all these things, and God forbid somebody got hurt, how do we know that it's like the Bedin is has shifikud damim on their shoulders. It's because it says the pasuk, Tamur Domar, Vehaya Alecha Damim. Not forbid. Haya Alecha, EJSS. EJSS. Vehaya Alecha Damim, that means when a person does not put a ma'akeh in his house, and somebody, God forbid, falls off the roof, so who's responsible? The Malabayid. So therefore the same thing, if Betin does not fix these roads, and somebody gets hurt, who's going to be held responsible? The Bedin. So what do you see from over here? You have no proof from the Mishnah that the Mishnah was coming to include Hafira because when it said the word call in the Mishnah, it's coming to include all these other cases. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? How can the call come to be include these cases? These cases are written explicitly in the Mishnah. It says in the Mishnah, so therefore the call must be coming to tell me something else. And the proof is a proof. Now if you look at the second Tosafot, the second Tosafot comes along and summarizes the whole sugya for me. Look at the Tosafot. Okay, the Pasuk that the Gemara called, it comes from the story of Ma'akeh, but just like if a person does not put a, a, a fence around this roof and somebody house don't falls off, the Baalabite is guilty. Same thing over here. If the Beit doesn't know how to fix these roads and somebody gets hurt, the responsibility is on, on them. Now Tosfot summarizes the sugya from that Beit to that Fe. Mimatnitin ima gemara from the Mishnah and the Gemara yesh lelamed she'asu lehashkot karkaot you're not allowed to water fields on Chola Mu'ed ela otan da'avi davara aved only those that are going to be incurring a loss. Either the wheat or the trees. For that matter, other work that is done in the field. I we said it's the first Mishnah said Where there's already a 
a channel that goes into the field already. That's the key. That means mutar, uh, to do avodah on chola mo'ed, but you need two conditions. Number one, it has to be davar ha'avid, and said, and number two, it cannot be tirhayetira. It can only be minimal tirha. And you even allowed to fix the borot of the individual. We just learned. You can even dig them. Why? They need the water. Beautiful. So everything is fit in this sugiya. Shalom al Yisrael. And now we go to the next piece. The next piece comes along and says, What does that mean? If there's a grave, so you'll have to put limestone on the grave or next to the grave, so the Kohanim will be careful not to go and either ma'ahil on the grave or if they have tirumah, then hat v'shalom tirumah could become tameh. So the Kohanim need to know exactly where the, uh, where the graves are. Right, well, tumah doesn't matter about anybody else, but it really matters about the Kohanim and the tirumah. So the Gebra says, Where do we see in the Torah? A remez that is anyan to make tziyun kebarot. It says, Tamud Omar, we have a pasuk not in the Torah, but in Yehizkeh. What does it say? Vera'a etzem adam. You're going to find this story about the war of Gogo Magog. This pasuk didn't happen yet. Latidavo, when there's going to be the war Gogo Magog, and there's going to be bones all over Yerushalayim and all over Israel from the Goyim, Ubana, it's Lot Siyun. So we're going to have to make a marker next to the, next to the bone. That is only a remez, because according to many opinions, the bones of the Goyim either doesn't have Tum'ah at all, or does not have Tum'at Ohel. It says, Adam ki yamut be'ohel, atem kiruim adam, ve'nomot ta'olam kiruim adam. So therefore, it's a remez. It's not a beferush item, it's a remez. Look at Tosfot, remez l'tziyun, da'ay kira lo ketiv ila la'atid. This is a future pasuk, abal, lo bezman azeh. But it's a nice remez. So the Gebra says, Amal l'rabin al-rabasheh, ha-mekamedeleteyehezkel, man amra. Before Yehezkel came, what was the remez? We're asking for a remez from the Torah. Yehazkel came later on. Before Yehazkel, what's the remez? The following Hiddush, we didn't learn from the Torah, but we learned from Yehazkel. What's the case? From here we learn that a Kohen, that was not able to do Brit Milah because his brothers died as a result of Brit Milah, he's pasul to serve. Now there's no pasuk in the Torah that mentions that. The only place we know this halakha from is Yehazkel. So the Gemara asks, man amra. Before Yehazkel told us this Hindush, where did you know it from? Ela gamra gamirila. We had a tradition. And then Yaskil gave us a name in the Pasuk. We have to say by Tsiyun Kemarot. Gamra Gemirila. We have a tradition regarding Tsiyun Kemarot. And it's in the Pasukim. How do we know you have to make Tsiyun Kemarot? The Mitzorah, when the Mitzorah goes along and 
uh, has to leave the camp, so he screams, Tameh, Tameh. Why has to scream Tameh, Tameh? Tum'ah Qur'an lo, ve'omeret lo, perosh. He's telling the people, keep away. So what do you mean? That's like Tziyun Kibarot. What's the purpose of Tziyun Kibarot? To keep the people away. So you learn that from the Mitzvah, because he has to say, Tameh, Tameh. You know, beware. Ve'chen amar Rabbi Uziel, bar bered Rabbi Uziel, Rabba, Tum'ah Qur'an lo. He screams the Tum'ah, ve'omeret lo, perosh. So the Kibarot says, is it true that the word Tameh, Tameh is coming for that? We need it for something else. He has to mention his troubles to the people. I'm in trouble. Why? So the people will pray for him. Therefore, the reason why he's screaming Tameh Tameh is to get the people to pray for the Pashunemai and his mercy. How you cannot tell me that the Tameh Tameh is coming to teach me that he's giving them a sign, keep away. The reason why he's saying Tameh Tameh is to invoke Rahamim. So if that's the case, Imken Lichtov Vetameikra. Let it say the word Tameh once. My Vetameh Tameh. The fact that it says the word Tameh twice, it comes to teach you both Hadushim. Number one, keep away. And number two, pray for me. And now why, why does he have to say to pray for me? Why doesn't he pray for himself? So he once explained, because one of the sins that the Mitzvah makes is Het Hadibur. And therefore, since already he broke his Dibur, his Dibur doesn't work. And therefore he needs other people to use their Dibur to pray. Of jail that he's tied in. Abaye Amar Meacha, Abaye said from over here, different proof. But if that you cannot put a stumbling block in front of the people. And if you're not going to make Tiyun Kibarot, it is indeed a stumbling block. Papa Amar, Amar, Pasuk says, Solu, Solu, make a pave, Panu Derek, which means clean the road, which means clean the road from the Tum'ah in order that the people will be able to go straight. Take away the stumbling block from the derech, from the road of my nation. Give them the derech. Let the derech be good derech, without any tum'ah. You have to warn B'nai Yisrael and keep them away. The word Vizatim means keep them away. Distance, distance them from the Tum'ah. L'vashay amar, Ushmartem et Mishmarti. Mazay Ushmartem et Mishmarti. Asu Mishmeret et Mishmarti. What's Mishmarti? For those that are eating Tirumah, that make offense to those that are eating Tirumah, that they will not come to Tum'ah. What's the offense? Tziyun Kemarot. Ravina amar, Vesam derech, Vesam derech over here means Siman, that they make a siman on the derech, so that will help the people from uh, getting tamen. Now Tosfot comes along and says, Rav Papa Amar, Solu Solu, Kol Chad Mechad Nakit, Mai Davam Masik Adateh. Each rabbi gave his own hadush, however, Velo Perigi, they're not arguing. Ela Urchedimita, the Kol Chad Masik Adateh, Mai Delo Masik Havri Adateh. One rabbi says, I like this pasuk. Good one. I bring a different pasuk. But they're not arguing. Everybody's bringing different pasukim to prove the same 
item. Amar Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi, bechadush nav Musa, kol Hashem or Chotav. Anybody that evaluates their ways, that which makes hashbon nefesh, that the person calculates his ways, sham or Chotav, he always calculates what his derech is, where he's going. That when Mashiach comes, to see the Yeshua where you're evaluating if a person makes chazbon and nefesh like it says in the beginning of Mesilah Yisharim then he will have salvation now what is making evaluation so Rashi explains to us which means sometimes when a person does a mitzvah there's a hefsed it costs him so he has to make a calculation even though there's a hefsed by doing the mitzvah but look at the reward I'm going to get so therefore you have to make the hezbon and you come and say it's worth it it's kedai and then you have to make the opposite hezbon that even though you're going to get reward from the avera in this world because you feel good but schar avera can get hefsedah but you have to remember there's a loss that you're going to incur. Exactly. Although you gain a little in the beginning, you lose a lot the, well, at the end. The same thing with a mitzvah. And result maybe it costs you in the beginning. But that price of said certainly offsets, the reward offsets the, the, the loss. So then this is the calculations that people have to make. And now the Gemara comes along and says, an example of somebody that made hajbon. The Gemara says a story. Rabbi and I have a le, ahu talbida. Rabbi and I had a student. Dechol yoma have a makshele every day. Kushot in the in the in the shiur, asking him questions. Okay, there's guys like that. Yeah, there's guys like that. We have guys in Brooklyn like that too. So it says over there makshele b'shav. Now, however, ahu talbida dechol yoma have a makshele b'shabeta derigla lo have a makshele. But in the Shabbat of the regel. That she says that they used to all come to the Shi'ud. It was a big Shi'ud on Shabbat of the Regal, before the holiday. Tosfot learns the Shabbat on the holiday. Shabbat shil yom ha-regil. On the holiday, everybody would come on Shabbat, and the rabbi would give a big Shi'ud. So he felt if he's going to ask him questions, and the rabbi is not going to know the answer, he's going to embarrass him. <coughs> so therefore, Why? Because he didn't want to embarrass. That means what? He's making hajbon. I mean, he doesn't just ask questions without thinking. He said, no, today I have to control myself. Because I'm asking a question to the rabbi, and the rabbi might know the answer. There's all these people over here. Uh, it's not nice. Kari so the rabbi understood. He said, This is a good student. He's making, uh, he's making ajbon. Look at the top. Lashi, He calculates the hour. Which hour is a good time to ask a question, and which hour is not. Gemara continues. Tanu Rabbanah. We have a brayta. En mitzayinin. We do not make tzayun lo al kezayit menamet. Now we'll see why kezayit menamet is metameh. So the question is why then you don't make a tzayun? The chaurei should make a tzayun a kezayit. Ve'lo al etzim kisora. Okay, that we understand. A bone the size of a barley is not metameh beohel. It's only metameh behesef or bebagah. And anything that's not metameh, the ohel. So only on Tumat ohel did they make tziyun. Aval, mesayinim ala shidra, 
the shidra, even though it's really only one long bone, but since that's the main bone of the body, it is metameh be'ohel. Ve'ala gulgolet, gulgolet is the skull. Again, that's the main part of the body. Al rog binyan, or on the majority of the frame, which is the legs, the shin bones and the legs, which makes up the majority, even though it's not the majority of bones, but it's the majority of the, of the frame of the body, that's metameh be'ohel. Ve'al rog minyan, or the majority of the bones, even though those bones don't make up the majority of the frame. You don't have to put it tzion on something that's vadai. For example, a cemetery. We know it's a cemetery. There's no reason to make tzion on a cemetery. People know where it is. But if there's a sefek, which we'll see what we're talking about, you have to make a tzion. The following items are sefekot. Sechachot. Don't worry, we'll see what this means. The Gemara is going to ask. Uferaot. Fine. Ubeta Paris. Now, what is Beta Paris? Wait for the Gemara. The Gemara will explain all this over here. That she says, Mefaresh lekamar. Ve'en ma'amidim tziyun bimkom tum'ah. Again, in the place of the tum'ah itself, we don't put the tziyun. Meaning, let's say the kebir is over here. We put the tziyun in front of it, but not on top of it because it's too light. <laughs> the guy's gonna walk on top of it. By the size he sees the sign, he already passed it. So therefore, because yeah. otherwise you're gonna be the terumah. So you have to put it a little in front. Now you don't put it too far either from the cabin, because otherwise, because then you're ruining the land. People can't plant in that place. The more places you put siyun, that land becomes out of order. So then you don't want to take Eris Israel and make the whole place see you, see you well, need. So, Bidiyuk, exactly, Matashid on the land. So, therefore, you can't put it on the kevin and you can't put it too far away from the kevin. You have to put it close to the kevin. Now, the Gemara is going to explain the whole Blaita. We're going to go back and review every single word now. Why are you telling me that in a Kezayit you don't have to put it to you? We know that a Kezayit Menamet is indeed Metamebeohel. We learned the Brayta. Enu shemitamein beohet. And what is it? Kezayit menamet. Amar Papa, Achav bekezayit mitzumtzam askina. Look at a beautiful case. We're talking about over. It's a kezayit exactly. Now, what's going to happen to this kezayit over time? It's going to shrink. The sof sof mehsar chaser. It's going to end up becoming less. Mutav yisrefu alav terumah bekadashim nefishah. Listen, we don't put a siyun over here. What's going to happen? One time, the guy, he's going to walk, and he's going to say, wait, they buried a, 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 yesterday a kezayit over here. Okay, he's going to have to burn the tirumah. But how often are you going to have to burn tirumah? Once, in the beginning. And what? But if you're going to put a, 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 a siyun over there, and the people, let's say, walk at night. Let's say they walk at night, and then they realize that they were walked over this place, you're gonna to have to burn Tirumah always, Mesafek. And therefore, you know what? Better to burn Tirumah a little once than that to burn Tirumah if they make a mistake forever. So again, an item that changes status, they say, you know what? It's okay in the beginning, we'll take the risk. Now we said when it comes to Sifikot, you have to put the tziyun. What is sefekot? Sechachot u peraot. Maz de sechachot, maz de peraot. Sechachot ilan ha mesach ala aris. Let's say you have a cemetery, and in front of the cemetery you have a tree. 
and the tree is overhanging on the ground. Now the problem is make say oh yeah. So therefore they have to make sure to put a tzion over there. I mean it's a fig. We don't know if it's being mahil on the met or not. Piraot, similar. Abanim piruot. These are stones that are protruding also from the wall. And it could be that it's hovering over a met. Hayotzot Beautiful. And then she came along and said, if you look at it's close to the higher It's close to the cemetery. Since it has an ohel, some people they bury under there because it's a private place. So you have a sefek. You know the cemetery is tamer. Maybe under this awning, either of the uh, of the of the of the rocks or of the sekachot, we're worried that what that maybe somebody buried somebody underneath. Why would they bury somebody underneath there? Because it's makom tzanua. Beta pares, maze beta pares. Detnat ha'horesh utakever. Well, let's say a person is in a place where there was a kever and they plow the field. Hareu oseh beta pares. Because we're worried that what's going to happen? Some of the bones are going to come up from the ground. And there's going to be a little small piece of bone over there. And now we're worried that when the Kwanim are walking through, they might touch the bones. And therefore, what's the deed? And how far do they have to make the tziyun? A hundred amma, because when you plow the ground, it causes the bones to scatter a hundred amma around. Now hold it. What are we talking about over here? Small little bones. Small little bones are not mitameh to matohim. So why would I have to make the tziyun? And Beta Paris. Beta Paris, we met Tamebe Oil? Is Beta Paris with Tamebe Oil? The Amar of Yudaman Shimuel, Menapea had a Beta Paris Bronech. That member of the Masikh Benachot, how did the Kwanim walk in? They blow. So they, it's not Tamebe Oil. All that was blowing away, and they're okay. When I'm Yudabar, I'm Hemish with Ulamar Beta Paris, Shinidash, Tahon. And now with that, he said a Beta Paris that they trampled over the course of time is Tahon because the pieces are already pulverized. So there's no problem at all. But there's no issue over here of tomato oil. The only issue was why he might come and touch it or move it. So how come you have to make a tziyun on beta pares? There's two types of sadeh pares. There's one type of beta pares that they plowed. You're right, the one that they plowed, we don't have a problem. Because the one that they plowed, the pieces are so small, there's no tumat oil. But there's another type of beta paris that was a grave somewhere in this field and we don't know where it is. It's tzadishin evad vakeven. There it's a safik. So you have to put a tziyun. Tzadishin says, wait. Tzadishin evad vakeven. Well, I think you're supposed to change that word. Tzadishin evad. Right. So we changed the Wait, do you call that a beta paris? We know a standard beta paris is always sadeh shenehirash. But now we're calling it even a sadeh shenehivad. Gabriel says, yes. Like we learned. Wow, there's actually three types of beta paris. Number one, sadeh shenehivad bakeved. A crying field. What is a crying field? Gemara asks, What is Sadeh Bukhin? 
משמת נעולה אמר, שדה שמפתירים במתים. In the olden days, they used to give over the metim from one Hamina Kaddishah to the next Hamina Kaddishah, from one city to the next. Let's say a guy died in this city, they're burying him in a different city. So they would take the body outside the city to a field. They would put the body there, and then they would leave it. One Hamina would go, and then they would give it over to the next Hamina. And over there, in that field, they would cry, because everybody's gathering over there, and they would make the tahara in that field as well. That field they called Sadeh Bochim, and they were worried that there might be Tumah in that field. And therefore they had to put Siyum. Why? Umar, betamamai. Why do you have to be worried about Tumah? They're not burying anybody over there. It's just a holding place. No, Amar Abimim, Mishum, Yehush, Be'alim, Nag'uba. Because we're worried about Yehush, Be'alim. That's Yehush, Be'alim. Look at that. She, on the third white line, Mishush, Be'alim, Nefisheh, Be'um, Ma'akom, Lachok. Nedadel, Eben, Ve'nafal, Shab. We're worried that in the transport of the body, maybe a limb of the body fell off, and everybody's so crying and they're so depressed, they didn't see it, and therefore we're worried that because of the situation, maybe there's Tumah in that field. Now the Gemara concludes, Now you're telling me that only in Sadeh needs a Tziyun, but Shemichirash Bakevet doesn't need. If you found a field that has a tziyun on it, you don't know what type of field it is. Yes, ba'ilanot. If there's trees, yes, ba'ilanot. If there's ilanot in the in the place over there, why? Because how they how they plant these trees? They must have plowed the field. That's how you plant trees. You have to plow first. So if you see that there's trees in the place, you know there must have been sadeh shenechirash. And by Ilanot, if there's no Ilanot, So what's the sign? The trees. Now wait. You have to go wait till there's an old rabbi there. Meaning you have to ask the rabbi. Tell us the status of this field over here. But what do you see from over here? That they used to make a tziyun even on Betapares of Sadeh Shalech Again, the case was, you go by a field, and you see a tziyun on it. If there's trees, then you know this field is sadeh shenechirash. Well, hold it. I thought we just said sadeh shenechirash. You don't need to make a tziyun. Why would you see a tziyun? Amar al-Papad, Gemara concludes, ki tanyai besadeh she'avad ba'kebed de tziyunuha. It was talking about originally, it was a field that had a kebed, was lost. And that's why initially they made Siyun because it was Sadeh Shene'evah. Now its status changed. Yeshva Ilanot, if you find trees now in that field, Biyadua Shene'erash Bakemen, and if it's okay, because then you know already you must have plowed it. However, Enba Ilanot, Biyadua She'abad Bakemen. Beautiful. Now the Gemara concludes and says, Benihush Dilma Ilanot Megavai Bekemen Barai. Hold it. Maybe the trees are on the outside. Barai, Barai is no ilanot begavai. I'm sorry, the trees are on the inside. The kibbutz begavai, and the kibbutz is on the outside, outside. Which means just because you see the trees, who told you the kibbutz is over there? And you say they plowed the kibbutz. Maybe the trees in the in the front and in the back and the outside is the kibbutz. Just because you see trees doesn't mean that they plowed the uh, uh, the, the kibbutz. 
כדאמר אולה, ועומדים על הגיוונים, וכדאמר ועומדים על הגיוונים, וטובר אומר, the trees are on the border of the area, so we know they're on the outside, so therefore, if they're on the outside, so therefore, we know they must have plowed the inside, in order to put these trees, if they plowed the inside, they must have plowed the, כמרים דברות ששדה, כל בית הפער, וכן דרשי על דבר, ועומדים העילות על הגיוונים של רשות רבים, דוודאי לקה טומאה מבראי, there's no tumah on the outside, the law kavli irish b'rishut al-rabim, people don't bury in the rishut al-rabim, and abena ilanot abit tumah, must be between the trees there was tumah, and the chirash b'shvil ha-ilanot. The Gemara's question was, maybe we should say the ilanot are on the inside, look at Tashi, v'lon nechirash b'lkom tumah b'bachutz ha-ilanot. Right, maybe outside of the ilanot, there's no problem. Nabi Sadeh she'abad ba'kim v'lon nechirash, and therefore it's a sadeh that has a, 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 a body in it and wasn't plowed. How do you know for sure because you see trees that it was plowed? Because we're talking about it's on the outside. And we know that there's no, there's no metim past the trees because the trees is, is past the trees of the Shutan Abim. Nobody buries in the Shutan Abim. Ella must be on the inside. It must be they plowed in between the trees over there where the met was. And therefore, it started off as a Sadesh She'avad Vakeb. And that's why they put a Tziyun. And then once you see the trees, then you know it's a sadeh, shenecherach, and then you have no problem to walk through. Baruch Adonai. Amen.